0: Hello and welcome back to Between the Notes, a motif music podcast recorded at the Parlor in Providence, Rhode Island. Today we are sitting down with local one-man band, Mr. Slug. We want to thank the Parlor for hosting, as well as our other sponsors, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, and Graysale Brewing of Rhode Island. We'll get started today by enjoying a performance from our guest before we sit down with him to discuss his experiences with the local music scene. So sit back, turn up the volume, and enjoy the show.
1: Hello. Welcome. I'm Mr. Slug. Hope you like this. About being a Rhode Island celebrity.
2: Yeah. the plantation farm. And when you're it up, you know your lyrics must be long to reach from Rodeo the way to Hong Kong. Make way for the roadie sound. We go and pound for pound. We go in town to town. We roll in it Rhode Island style. Make way for the red eye sound. From here to Kingston town. We go and pound for pound. We roll in it Rhode Island. you could tell it
0: Against his stomach cramps,
2: against his spasmodic vomiting, against his slothful intestines, and above all.
3: Welcome back to Motifs Between the Notes, sponsored by R1 Indoor Carding, Graysale, and Trinity Beer Hat Garden. I'm Tess Lyons, here with Mr. Slug, who just put on a rocking performance. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. Good. I'm good, good.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I'm a folk gal. Can you tell me a little bit about electronic and digital music?
1: <coughs> no, the more I know about it, the less I know. Uh, <laughs> I got it. Uh, I used to be considered electronic and goth. Now I'm not considered electronic and goth anymore because I guess I'm getting old. But, uh, you know, I don't really strive for that anymore. I'm kind of more trying to rejoice in what is me or yeah, sure. as, a tri- as opposed to striving towards being the most progressive or coolest or whatever. So,
3: nice. Yeah. Well, you're a Rhode Island celebrity, I guess you could say, similar to your song, Rhode Island is Celebrity. Oh. <laughs> Can you tell me about that one?
1: Uh yeah well you know James Lutowski's been around a lot, a lot of shows and he used to come to the electro reggae's a lot and uh, yeah so I was figured you know if anybody's a celebrity in Rhode Island they pretty much know who James Lutowski is so threw that in there and uh, the rest is all Rhode Island praise and I like the Rhode I like Rhode Island.
3: <laughs> nice. Have you lived in Rhode Island your whole life?
1: Uh no originally from Connecticut but I've been here for yeah decades decades. Nice. Yeah.
3: What do you think of the music scene in Rhode Island?
1: Oh, it used to be so much better. In the eighties, there was so much, uh, so many more levels to it. Uh, what so do you think
3: it, changed?
1: Um, I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with the internet. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with electronic music. Uh, I think it used to be uh, people used to gather on Thayer street or wherever they were and uh, you know socialize a lot more. Uh, <clears throat> you know, I guess more electronic stuff is done on, online more now. But
2: yeah,
1: uh, yeah just less. Uh, most of a social scene, I think, as far as like human interaction. That's just me. I mean, I am really bad with human interaction. Always have been. <laughs> uh, always been anti, kind anti-social. Trying to break out of that over the years. Uh, <clears throat> back in the punk rock days, it was a lot easier. I mean, fuck you was like a greeting, a <laughs> salutation. A, you know, how you doing? And you know, it was pretty common stuff. But you know, now being uh, inaccessible isn't quite as cool as it used to be.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do you think that, I mean, COVID definitely made it harder to perform live and all that stuff. Do you think that that hurt for the music scene at all?
1: No. I think, uh, yeah, more people are doing it at home and more online, Uh, I think.
3: Is that how you coped with not being able to perform live? Oh. Would you do like live streams or anything like that?
1: I'm more than happy to crawl under a rock and never talk to anyone ever again. (laughs) The hardest thing I do is try to get out and be more social and try and, uh, yeah, get my stuff out there and. So yeah, as far as COVID goes, yeah, I was more than happy to just close the door and like not talk to anybody ever again. But uh, no, this uh, is a great
3: thing. (laughs)
1: I did a lot of dubs during that time. Uh, Mm -hmm. I tried to do a dub a day for a while. It lasted about uh, six months or so, and then yeah, yeah, it was kind of hard to keep up with.
3: (laughs) Gotcha. But can you tell me about this contains THC shirt? I saw it all over your social media. Do you make these yourself? Yes, yes. I just
1: thought it was a cool. I saw it on the cookies at the Slater Center, and I was like, that's a cool t-shirt. So, absolutely.
3: So you contain THC?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Plenty. Yep.
3: (laughs) Um, What uh, musicians do you take inspiration from, and how do you think they affect your sound?
1: Good question. Uh, (laughs) We can answer it in two parts. (laughs) Yeah. I have said many times that I'm not really a music fan. Like, I like a song. I like songs, and I ingest them and listen to them and, you know, that kind of thing. But as far as who's on what's album, what year did it come out, who's on in the band, uh, who used to go out with the band, all that other stuff, I just don't have any time for anything like that. You can't
3: keep up with that stuff, you know, it's so hard.
1: (laughs) So, but yeah, you know, I just, uh, I used to, when I was younger, be into industrial and, uh, goth, alien sex fiend, Ninester Day, the swans, that kind of stuff. Of course, uh, also Jimi Hendrix and that kind of thing. So I really like playing the guitar. So uh, I like making a lot of noise and I like playing the guitar.
3: So how long have you been playing the guitar? Because you were doing some awesome riffs during <clears> your performance.
1: Well, I'm an old man. I'm 55 and I've been playing since I was probably 15. <laughs> oh,
3: wow. Okay. <clears throat> good shows.
1: No, yeah, really Thank you. Good. Yeah, I guess I took a little time off when I had a kid and stuff, trying to get a real job and that kind of stuff. But now, I'm, like I said, I'm just trying to uh, rejoice in what was Mr. Slug, as opposed to striving to be the most cutting edge or the coolest or etc. <laughs>
3: the most current. Right. Yeah. I'm dying to know about the name Mr. Slug. Can you, <laughs> where did this come from? Should I have brought salt? What's going on? <laughs>
1: well, okay. Back in the day, yeah, I was a part of the Third Street Crime Syndicate. The homeless kids up there, the punk rockers that Mayor Zients had his war against. I uh, was arrested several times for failure to move and vagrancy and shit like that. but uh, <clears throat> uh, So as I was panhandling, hanging around being a punk rocker, this girl from uh, RISD, Sheila, kind of looked like witchy poo. She had the little pointy nose and everything else. And she'd walk by and say, you're nothing but a slug. Then one day, I was just hanging around with my friends and down in front of Star 24. And all of a sudden, in her loud, shrill, witchy poo voice, she screamed, Mr. Slug, I love you. And they all looked at me, and there that was
3: That's been that way ever since. <laughs> <clears throat> That's what started it all. That's yeah. the name. Yeah. Wow. Did anything happen with this girl? Was her declaration no, no. of love? <clears throat> was, no, 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 no. You just got a cool name. Just from got it. a cool name. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's famous in her own right, but from the day.
3: <laughs> nice. Do you have a favorite experience performing on stage, or just, or what's been your favorite performance other than mm. this one?
1: See, I like underground stuff. Uh, I, we had a really cool place down in Allen's Ave a few years back called the Gold Coast Lounge. It was kind of a uh, patients-only marijuana lounge, and it was a lot of fun. Played there a few times. That was a cool place.
3: <clears throat> nice. So more underground, you like, like oh, have yeah. shows and such.
1: Yeah, I, I've always rid the, rode the crest of unpopular music. <clears throat>
3: Are you a mosh pit person? <laughs> No, no, no. It seems so scary. And apparently there are rules for it.
1: No, this isn't the original nose that I was born with. (laughs) I've learned my lesson.
3: (laughs) Nice. So when you perform, do you want what do you want your audience to like experience and go through? Do you want them to be like jamming out with you or just kind of vibing?
1: Honestly, I do it for my own entertainment. Um,
3: so, you're not just entertaining the audience. You know, you are I don't the see
1: audience. how anybody would invest money in sending a 55 year old guy with glaucoma out on the road to sponsor his new album. So, I just, wherever I get a gig, I enjoy it. I enjoy playing. Uh, usually I usually have a good response. And uh, I'd love to get some callbacks from some of the other bands for gigs, but uh, yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's mm. an announcement. But yeah, so playing men- fun. You mentioned an album. Do you have an album?
1: Uh, well, yeah, I'm on Spotify. and... All that stuff. Yeah. Nice. And I don't know if that's cool to say anymore. No. <laughs> no, Neil Young's not on Spotify.
3: Yeah. <coughs> um, if you had like a music video, what do you think <laughs> the music video would look like?
1: I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> uh, I would love to have like a, I don't know, an image person tell me what I should do or et cetera. But yeah, as far as like videos for my songs, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mostly uh, when, what I do is I just take uh, collages of, like graveyards and trees and stuff like that and throw them in the background but mine are not professional videos <clears throat>
3: it's a very dark you're saying
1: hey eh, you know it's my personal, I don't know I guess so <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm really that dark it's another thing I seem to always be doing something different so it's hard to say exactly what I am so marketing me might be kind of difficult <laughs> it's like it's reggae one minute, it's rock one minute. It's rockabilly it's...
3: It's hard to nail down a title sometimes. Um, You keep on mentioning your age, but it seems like you have to do a lot with tech and everything to do the kind of music that you do.
1: Been around forever. Uh, First Got my first Dr. Rhythm out of the trash behind a practice space because somebody decided it didn't sound like a drummer. So from there, I don't know, I cracked Fruity Loops back in 2002. I have a legitimate copy now. Yeah, so it's been 22 years on Fruity Loops, and Laptops and then another 15 or so years before that and drum machines and electronics and sequencers. And <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and those are horrible. Uh, let's see sequencers, the old days, is was terrible.
3: Can you remember the first song that you learned on the guitar? Or what, what got Exercise you into Exercise in E. <laughs> yes. Well, what, what got you into <laughs> playing the guitar? Like, what made you like, hey, I want to pick this up and...
1: Jimi sh- Hendrix and Kiss. Pretty much. Yeah, seeing and Kiss, Jimi Hendrix. The two mashed together.
3: <laughs> nice. They're the inspiration. Mm. So you mentioned Spotify. Are you on Bandcamp, or do you have any new projects yes. coming out or anything?
1: <clears throat> well, I like the philosophy that somebody once said online that uh, why record another album if there's no call for it. Uh, so I put out singles and that kind of stuff on Spotify, and one at a time, see how they go. And if uh, you ever get a big following or anything like that, one, and everybody wants an album, then we'll put the album together. Nice. And sure, I'm looking for a producer if anyone wants to get get together.
3: <coughs> so, any upcoming singles or anything coming out?
1: Always, every, all the time. Because I have my own, my own studio at home. So,
3: so we just gotta watch out. We just gotta there you Keep go. updated. Okay. Um, what's your social media? Is do you have social media or? I'm any, not hard to find. It's any way for the the audience to find you?
1: Well, the easiest I believe is uh, just put in Mr. Mr. and then S L U G G two G's. <laughs> You should be able to find me pretty fast. <laughs>
3: nice. Anything else you want to shout out or anything? Uh, any upcoming projects see, or performances? Uh, I'll, be a, I'll be at
1: May Day on June 11th. and I'll, Or is it 10th? June 10th, I think. And then uh, down at uh, dusk with Zero Gods and Tongue. I believe that's July 11th. So June 10th and July 11th.
3: All right, cool. So we'll catch you there then. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Mr. Slug, and thank you to the Parlor, R1 Indoor Carding, Trinity Beer Garden, and Gray Sale for sponsoring. I'm Tess Lyons with Motifs Between the Notes, and we'll see you next week.
0: This has been Motifs Between the Notes. We would like to take a moment to once more thank the sponsors for this episode: the Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden and Gray Sail Brewing of Rhode Island and thank you for listening